0: Welcome to Five Cats, to Pussies. This is Ronnie. And this is Lindsay. And we're going to chat with you today a little bit about some spooky witchcraft stuff, our pussies, kitties, and anything else that comes to mind. But before we get started, we're going to light our ritual candle. Uh, this is the first lighting of our fall candle. Last time we had the last lighting of our summer candle, but it's officially fall now, so... We're going to light our local beeswax made in Massachusetts. I wish I could remember the name of the aviary, no, not aviary, apiary that made this, but it is local. And so here we go. <laughs> She's really pretty. She looks like a log. Yeah, it's one of the things I really like about beeswax candles. <laughs> uh, they, like, obviously they come in a lot of different shapes and that sort of thing. But I make it a point that my um, solstice candles, the, the big fat pillar candle that I tend to burn each year uh, or each solstice cycle, looks a little different from the one before it. So last time it was all kinds of ferns and vines and things. This one's a log. It felt very
1: fall-ish. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm into it. I like it. It's
0: uh, it's not lighting very well at all. And yeah, I feel like I that could be a bad omen sitting next to our Ouija board. The Ouija board, Ouija board is <laughs>
1: right next to it.
0: Well, shit. <sighs> um, cool. Well, we'll we'll think about this. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, that's that's just that gives me the willies. Well, we never did.
1: cleanse Cleanse the Ouija board after we said we were going to on the last episode
0: yeah so last time for those of you just uh, checking in we talked a little bit about the fact that I have a Ouija board in my bedroom and I have been having some spooky dreams uh, over the last little bit and uh, they the spooky dreams sort of coincided with uh, the arrival of the Ouija board in my bedroom now to be fair, uh, the Ouija board is a piece of particle board with a giant sticker on it. Um, but uh, it was just, a, you know, it was a kind of a coincidence. And I think, to be practical, the candle is probably not lighting well because I cut the wick too short.
1: I mean, the wick is at l- least now, and it looked like it was about an inch before. Now it's probably a little more than a half an inch. It looks like it's more than long enough to ignite and stay lit.
0: That's fair. I feel like you're you are thoroughly weirded out by this candle situation.
1: I mean I'm a little weirded out only because we did talk about the possibility of this old ass Ouija board harboring some strange energy.
0: Yeah, you seemed pretty convinced last time that we should definitely cleanse this Ouija board.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: And so for the listeners uh, that can't see it, uh, because this is, after all, a podcast, uh, the Ouija board is on the table in front of us. Uh, We record in the living room and there's a a beautiful uh, Ouija board displayed. And now I've grounded it with some crystals um, just to help give it some... uh, There's some neutralized energy in case there was something spooky about it. And I've placed the candle right next to it. And again, the candle just did not
1: light uh, for no reason. I think that we should try to talk to Shirt Boy and Dress Girl with the Ouija board. So Shirt Boy and Dress Girl are what
0: I have dubbed the um, beings that occasionally uh, come and hang out in my post-dream state when I am i awaken from a a nightmare i live in a very old house and um, sometimes a gentleman in shirt sleeves and a young woman in a night dress um, tend to visit at least that's the invasive thought that i have when uh, they when i wake up from a spooky dream sometimes i feel like they're walking up the stairs or hanging out in the bedroom perhaps we should give them a name i've never used a ouija board have you? Yeah, I have.
1: I have. So you, um, you know how to
0: how to actually use this.
1: Well, I mean, you put you, you put your hands on the plantette and you ask a question and sometimes it moves and sometimes it doesn't. My only experiences using it were as a teen, with which I did play with them quite a bit with friends and sometimes they would move, but you were never really sure if somebody else was moving it or not. It was never me because I take this stuff away too seriously, but See, I love that i Ouija
0: boards are one of the things that like I take semi seriously. I think that there's a lot of power in your subconscious, and what drives your subconscious um from a more like spooky metaphysical spiritual level, I find really fascinating. but, um, at the end of the day. I understand um, logically that the Ouija board was made by William Fold and it's a talking board and it's a board game. It's, it's a game that he made to make money. I could do the same thing with a piece of paper and get the same effect. Uh, so the board itself is not inherently powerful. Uh, it
1: is the intention of the board and the uh, subconscious effects that it can have. You know, I did before we started recording. I poured us both a couple of shots just to have ready of whiskey. I wonder if something's pissed that we didn't pour them one too.
0: Oh shit, that's really cool. Uh, maybe you should go ahead I'm gonna, and I'm gonna pour them. to yeah, pour them one. Pour pour them a shot. Worst case scenario, we drink it. So that's that's all good.
1: Um, We'll give it to Engineer Dan.
0: (laughs) That being said, uh, I did a little bit of reading because I felt like this might come up because you were so adamant about cleansing the Ouija board. And I did not. I did not cleanse it between last time and this time. Uh, And... I, I I didn't cleanse it for a couple of reasons. One, um, I really, really want to use our own mugwort sage sticks, smudge sticks, sorry. I, I always do that. I call them sage sticks no matter what because sage is the default herb, I think. Um, so I grew up knowing them as sage sticks, not knowing they could be any other herb. But uh, I want to use our own mugwort smudge sticks and... Uh, they're not quite ready. I think they'll be ready in about a week or two. And I really, really wanted to use the board. If we were going to use the board with the energy in it, if it was talking yeah, to I, somebody. I agree. Because like, we talked about r- removing the energy of the past user last, on uh, the last episode. And I agree that I don't want somebody other, like somebody else's mojo in the board, but at the same time, I, if if the if something is trying to communicate to us, uh, and the board is a tool in which to do that, then cleansing it may just like make them fuck off. And, exactly, it could be yeah. that
1: past person's mojo that's giving them the energy to present themselves to you. Right. So
0: the um, the Ouija board skeptic in me has to say, just for a moment, um, that. Uh, I did some research on like what makes the planchette, that's the like triangle thing uh, move on a Ouija board. And there are plenty of science, uh, scientific studies out there uh, that have all identified that this is uh, an idiomotor effect. So uh it is basically your like a way for your body to talk to itself, which I find fucking fascinating. Yeah, that is super cool. This is it's actually better than if it like to me, it's better than if it is a ghost. That my own body subconsciously can move in such a way and react in such a way to my own thoughts and my own subconscious thoughts that I am not even aware that these are things that I have that these are reactions that I'm having. It's the same way a pendulum works. I don't I don't know if anybody if you've used a pendulum? Yes, I have. So it's, it's it's the same idea as a pendulum.
1: This is just a more complicated, drawn out pendulum, essentially. So I find that super interesting. But what happens when there's more than one person using it, and you have opposing energies going towards it, and it's still. Pointing at were or letters that will form cohesive words. So it actually, the Ouija
0: board recommends that you use this with more than one person. Specifically, this one, um, which is from 1972, um, recommends on the back of the board. There's or uh, the back of the box for the board. There's instructions, and it actually says um, that you should. Place the Ouija board upon the laps of two persons facing each other, preferably a lady and a gentleman, Ooh. which I find really fascinating because I've been doing a lot of reading lately on opposing energies and balancing the masculine and feminine in mm-hmm. you. And I I do believe that that could be a little limiting, um, that there's more than just masculine and feminine energy. There There should be something else there, but there's... There's something to be said about that like idea of balance and that if and many times there's many, many documented cases of the Ouija board doesn't work if it's just one person.
1: Right. But it's so weird to me. Anyway, like if if the Ouija board, like you were just saying, if if that is actually a tool with your own subconscious communicating with itself, how does that work when it's two different subconscious? So I have a pure hypothesis on this. Okay,
0: I didn't have a chance to do a lot of further reading on it today, uh, or since the last time we recorded. But uh, my thought on it is, you are much more free in yourself when you are not solely responsible so using it with another person suspends your disbelief of it working because you can think to yourself if you're a skeptic somebody else is moving this it's not me or uh, you are collectively joining into the moment. So if you are doing this by yourself, you can be directive, you can be skeptical, you can be a believer, Like, but you have less control over your own subconscious than you do when you're in a collective. A collective unified energy and subconscious working together will drive towards a certain goal. So it might be that you and I uh, both have different views on a question being asked before we touch the board. But it's also really important when you're using a Ouija board that one person asks the questions at a time. So we're not asking a collective question. You pose the question and then we see what
1: happens to the planchette. Then I pose a question. And you're supposed to wait like one to five minutes between questions as well. Five minutes sounds like a really long time, especially in the spirit of people having to listen to us do it, Um, I think that we should give it, you know, like a few seconds and see if anything happens.
0: Right. I think that's fair. Um... I guess I wasn't anticipating using the Ouija board today, uh, but we totally could if you really, really want to.
1: I mean, I think that we should try it out okay. at least, like maybe a couple questions, see if okay. anything works. And then if it doesn't, we just light our candle again and see what happens.
0: Fair. Um, why, don't we, uh, why don't we clean off the crystals from the board and set this up in a proper manner? And we'll be right back to chat about um, this experience and how this worked and what happened after we give it a try. Because nobody wants to listen to us just sit here for five minutes
1: yeah no see you soon witches
0: <laughs> okay well that was weird uh, before we jump into specifics i'm gonna say that i have never uh used a ouija board i know Lindsay has uh, mentioned already that she has uh, i went into this thinking this is n- probably not going to work uh But that my, my like internal energy will make it think that like, you know, nothing, nothing will move. Um, But some stuff happened.
1: We started off with a little whiskey offering for anything that may be here. Veronica and I had already poured shots for ourselves. We poured one uh, as an offering and we cheersed and clinked with it and invited it into our circle. Yeah, and so we started off with a, a series of pretty
0: basic questions. Um, and I have to admit, like, I feel like both of us were barely touching the Um uh, We also put a little piece of moldavite on the Um uh, Moldavite is a stone that is used to connect with psychic, um, alien, uh, foreign entities. Um, it enhances that. And so if anything was here, I wanted to give it a little oomph um, to join us. Uh, and so yeah
1: we started with uh the very basic question of is anyone here and it 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 took a few seconds um we may have even asked the question twice and it but eventually it did move to yes uh very very slowly it moved to yes um
0: and then we asked uh is it shirt guy uh, or not quite like that we said you know are are you the entity that we call shirt guy and that was a pretty distinct no so to get from is anyone here to are you like shirt guy it took several minutes of like the planchette kind of hovering around and shifting a little here and there and then me giggling hysterically because that's my default reaction to something that makes me nervous um
1: and so maybe that hindered it a little bit in some way. It didn't exactly go to no when we asked if it was shirt guy. It wasn't until the next question when we asked, is, it, is this dress oh, that's girl, uh, that it did very precisely move to no.
0: Which, to us, identified that, I guess, we started, like, subconsciously, we started referring to whatever we were communicating with, if we were communicating with anything, as he, uh, and we asked what his name was. And he gave us T, very distinctly, T, Z, or Z, I, and M,
1: which... Doesn't spell any name I've ever heard of, so we looked at each other in wonder and, and then asked, "Is your name Tim?" And that was a super fast no. Very, uh, it was probably the yeah. fastest that it had moved yet. No. Yeah. Uh, and then we asked, "Are you Tizim?" And it just stayed on no. Uh, and at this point, I was starting to get kind of like weirded out,
0: like. Not because it wasn't moving, um, but because I was, like, very, very lightly touching this thing. Like, like... My fingers were touching it because they have to touch it, but like skimming the surface. And I was like, I'm like, I'm barely touching this. And Lindsay was like, I'm also barely touching this. Right. And
1: I even go as far as to like very slightly lift my fingers yeah. as it's Yeah, going, I was also doing that. While, while making sure that at least one on each hand stays on just to make sure that I'm not unintentionally moving it. Um, so then we asked, uh, I asked, uh, is TZIM your initials? to did it res- did it respond did it say no or did it not I, it, it didn't move it didn't right? move yeah it didn't move um, and, and then
0: i asked um is there more than one person here to which it moved to l i think in the realm of skeptical possibilities like i'm still not entirely sure we were talking with an entity but In the realm of spooky ghost stories, it clearly did not want to talk to me.
1: I asked, is there more than one person with us? To which it still didn't respond. And then you asked, are you still here? And it didn't move. It stayed on L. At this point... I did (laughs) ask it if... um, it knew how to spell. Oh yeah, <laughs> to which I laughed hysterically because I thought that was really rude. But uh, you know, given <laughs> uh, given the era that shirt right. guy and dress girl present themselves to be of, it's very possible that they could have been illiterate. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I mean, I I I and I agreed with you in the moment. I was like, oh, that's actually really smart, given the age of this house, etc., and like the area that I live. Like, it that makes sense. But I I found it kind of rude in the moment, and then I found my my questioning of that kind of (laughs) prude it didn't move either way when we asked if it could spell it kind of like wiggled a little it didn't really like move to like off the l to a definitive answer Um, we then asked uh, are you still there because at this point it hadn't really been moving it was sort of hovering on the l and it wasn't really doing anything and
1: uh, and it didn't move again um, so after that, I asked it if it was the one responsible for the dreams Ronnie has been having. To which it very definitively moved to no, which was
0: really freaky.
1: Like I have to admit, as somebody who's like, it, this is a like
0: subconscious whatever. It's like like whatever was happening. This was clearly like no. This was not. This is not what's responsible for the dreams. That doesn't mean that that somebody else is it right. could mean that
1: I'm responsible for my own dreams right. but it was it not just means that yeah. who whatever was talking to us is not responsible for the dreams immediately after I asked it if it knew what was responsible for the dreams and it shot straight right. down off the board to, to goodbye yeah
0: that uh, to me honestly the fact that it said goodbye was the freakiest thing out of all of it like I in that moment of like oh it's not here anymore I was like I was kind of ready to just be like ah okay I got, we're done with this and then the fact that we kept asking it questions and then it like and then the planchette moved to goodbye was like wow that's that was really like it gave me a, like a, a spine tingle of we're done and yeah, we're done and like subconsciously we've decided too. we're done or it decided we're done uh, but either way that was that was my first experience using a Ouija board I'm not entirely sure. I still, like, that, that I think we spoke to something beyond the grave or an entity, but it was definitely a weird experience.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I honestly, I think w- with the pressure that both of us were clearly putting on the planchette, um, I honestly don't think that either of us were subconsciously moving it. I, what I really do think though, is that we weren't asking the right questions.
0: That's probably true. Um, we kind of went into this, uh, spur of the moment because clearly, um, we have, we have a bunch of things we want to talk to you guys about. And, uh, Ouija boards was not the thing we were going to jump into, but the candle told us otherwise, uh, when it didn't light, we're going to try and light let's it again. Let's try light
1: it. Yeah. Let's uh, see what happens.
0: Uh, tell them a little bit about what was happening outside of the studio with the cats while I try and do this.
1: So, while we were messing around with this Ouija board we we kicked Engineer Dan out of the room and we decided to not record it because we wanted there to be as few distractions as possible um thinking that we might we may get the best answers out of it uh so Engineer Dan went out into the kitchen, and the cats were with him um and The cats started acting a little weird. We had Kenway in here with us. And he, as soon as we started messing around with the Ouija board, he just kind of slunk out of the room. Um, Then come to find out in the kitchen, the cats started acting a little weird. Kenway jumps up on top of everything and jumped up onto the table. But the goof also jumped up onto the table with him, which is not something that typically happens. And they were both just sitting there staring at Engineer Dan. And it, it it seemed like it seemed like a a sort of strange thing to happen while we were in here doing this. So Ronnie and I were a little shooken up. I decided I needed a cigarette after all of this. I went outside to have a cigarette. We had the back door open. We were watching Kenway like we usually do because sometimes he wants to sneak out, but he not not usually not usually when there's a group of us. Not there. like a,
0: a two years has that cat yeah. like actually managed to sneak by
1: us. Ronnie turned around to grab her phone. I saw her. I saw Kenway sitting there. I turned around to put out my cigarette and Kenway just ran outside onto the back porch and up the stairs heading towards the roof like he wanted to get the heck out of this apartment. Uh, for those of you following along, I've lit the
0: candle uh, and it, it, it is lit. It is very tiny flame. It is the tiniest of tiny little flames, but it is staying lit. And I swear to God, if that candle goes out, this podcast is done. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we've effectively used the Ouija board. Perhaps in the future we'll give it a good
1: cleanse. I think that once our pretty little mugwort smudge sticks are, are completely dry, maybe we give it another week or two, we do try to cleanse it. All right. So next time we'll give the Ouija board a bit of a cleanse,
0: and uh, I'm going to take a bit of a pee break, and then we'll uh, chat about the fact that last time we smoked some mugwort, and you know what? What was the day after? What was the night of? Because it, it definitely had an effect.
1: <laughs> I definitely had an effect on my dreaming, for sure. Ooh. Maybe, maybe you witches out there listening will. Will shoot us an email at 5C2P at gmail.
0: 5C2P pod.
1: 5C2P pod at gmail um, to let us know of any weird experiences you've had. With Ouija boards or mugwort. Or mugwort.
0: So some weird shit happened today, and it wasn't entirely what we had planned to talk with you all about. Uh, We got a little distracted by the fact that our candle went out, but I think that it was really fun to share with you our experience with the Ouija board. Uh, I am proud to say that the candle is still lit. It is burning nicely at this point, although we do have a shot of whiskey that I'm not entirely sure what to do with the whiskey for the... The entity that we spoke with.
1: So we'll either, <clears throat> we can either uh, toss it somewhere as a legit offering or we can ask Engineer Dan to take it for them.
0: Um, I share a bed with Engineer Dan, so I think I'm going to toss it over my left shoulder and sprinkle some salt <laughs> or something weird. I, I, whatever, if there is any sort of mojo in that shot of whiskey, I don't want it in my bed. <laughs> I don't want it in
1: my boyfriend. <laughs> I've been watching it to see if it's been getting lower, and it definitely has not. So no, it yeah, hasn't nothing moved. Nothing <laughs> has had any of it. <laughs> so, so we'll
0: figure out what to do with the whiskey. We'll let you know next time uh, what we've done with it. In the meantime, um, we've got some fresh herbs to dry. Uh, we've got some things we to smoke next time. We will smoke it again. <laughs> yes. we'll, sm- we'll definitely be smoking more mugwort in the future, but we'll smoke something else. Uh, We will share with you if there's any further spooky dreams. I have a reoccurring dream that I would love to share with you. Oh, I would love to hear that. We're going to talk about our pussies some next episode. And we have just bought a new album that we would love to share with you. It is Mother Earth's
1: Plantasia. It's music for plants. We did listen to a little bit of it today.
0: We're going to listen to it more in full and share with you our thoughts on... Does music affect the growth of your plants or the well-being, the happiness
1: of your plants? You know, after listening to it a little, <laughs> I can see why the plants <laughs> would like it. If I were to listen to it on repeat, I may go insane. Well, we'll either be insane or not, but... What's to say we're not already insane?
0: We look forward to all of you joining us next time on Five Cats, Two Pussies. You can follow us on Instagram at 5 c 2 Pod. Until then, catch you later, witches. Be kind, no Nazis, no pervs. I'm sorry! I got nothing! I got nothing! I thought I had it!
1: Mike was pretty (laughs) wet. Only (laughs) Miss Whit
0: part of a burp ever! (laughs)
1: why you're still sitting there grinning at us.